If you have ever worked, you have thought at some point of going out in dramatic fashion, whether it was flipping desks, flipping birds, saying words you're not supposed to say, you've thought about going out and really leaving a message. For sure. AJ McCall on VFX. Well, Quinn got a new uh, standard oh. after Antonio Brown of the Tampa Bay Bucks proceeded to basically strip off everything that makes him a football player, throw it into the stands. Wave his arms in the end zone, peace out to the fans, and finally leave. Yeah. That happened over the weekend. By the way, he did not actually leave New York. He was in Brooklyn last night courtside for a basketball game. Oh, did you see that he uh, he did so- he wrote, he dropped a rap song? Dude's all over the place. He, he dropped a rap song. <laughs> he did. I, I didn't hear it, but, you know, it's there. I, yes. So, he quit in fascinating fashion. Yep. And the question is, have you had any great or big just walkouts, stormouts, whatever? Did you quit in a big way? 435-787-0945, the number to call to be on the debate today. Because the best I could do, actually, ironically enough, coworker ours is uh, moving on to a different job. This is last week here, and I was talking to him mm-hmm. about it. And I was like, well, you know, he, he was courteous enough to make his a three weeks as opposed to two weeks. And the reason why is because holidays. Right. And he knew he was going to be out for a week. And I was like, oh, yeah, I mean, that's really nice of you. Because when I uh, left, actually, really, I consider it my first job, even though technically it wasn't. I couldn't stand the place. I was ready to be done, so I waited till my boss went on his one week's vacation, turned in my two weeks. Then he came back, and I was like, oh, no, there's a week left. What are we going to do about that? <laughs> I don't know. It's not my problem anymore. That was my favorite. He was not happy about it. That place went out of business. I laughed about it when I went home. Fair. It was a crappy place. Yeah. So uh, we have got uh, Megan on the phone. Megan's got a story. Megan, what happened with you? I am a nurse's assistant, and I don't know if you know what that is. And basically, we wipe the poop, we, you know, change the briefs, we, you know, we transform in and out the bed, we do rotate, we do all that. So, we're working short staff, but we're doing everything, feeding. So, I get up, like, I said what everybody was scared to say, and I said, I quit. Like, I want to see you pack, I said poop, I said, I didn't say poop, I said the other word. I want to see you pack poop and wipe and do this, but I quit. And it was so funny because everybody, all the aides got up and left and quit after their shift. Wow. Yeah. Who wouldn't want to? Okay, so that's one thing. One, It's one to go out in dramatic fashion. It's the second thing to get everybody else to quit. Yeah. That's a, it's a lot. You always think that. You're like, all right, everybody, everybody's thinking the same thing I'm thinking. Just need the first one goes. The first one goes, then we all go. That's right. Never happens that way because, you know, bills and being an adult or whatever. Right. Wow. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Outstanding. Uh, John's got a story. John, what's yours? Well, I had a boss that came in drunk one day. I had about 50 files on my desk. I decided I would sweep them all off. They flew in the air like snow everywhere. It was epic. Then I ripped my company shirt off and walked out the door. Wow. Wow. Then a couple years later, he called me back and asked me if I wanted to go to work for him. Man, apparently you gotta have a short memory. I mean, that's a beautiful image. I like the snow, by the way, because I do it's too. coming. Oh, right, boy. imminent. Uh, have you ever swept anything off the desk? Like, like just taking it and just no. Done the- I mean, in my in my mind, I've done that. In my mind. <laughs> but then, thankfully, there's something that stops me, and I'm like, no, and I'm like, oh, oh thanks, so self. Bad. I'm really glad that oh, you I didn't so do that. Bad. But I feel like if I if I did that, I know the mess that would be there afterwards. But it makes sense if you're going to be quitting. Do it. 
not my problem anymore. <laughs> that's that's officially what that is. Mm, I want to sweep stuff off. Okay. Uh, thank you for sharing your stories. If you're epic quits, uh, speaking of epically quitting, can you imagine? So being on an airplane is already super uncomfortable, right? Right. Just generally not a fun place to be, but it's, you know, the speediest way to get lots and lots of places, specifically over oceans. So what happens if somehow you test positive for COVID and you're on a plane? Oh. The worst travel experience ever is the correct answer. That's, yeah. I was, uh, when I flew back from Indiana to Salt Lake City, I was sitting next to a mom and a kid, and the kid had never flown before. Uh-huh. And as we landed, the kid was like, oh, that wasn't so bad. What's the difference between this and international flying? And I couldn't help myself. I go, it's a lot longer, it's a lot more crowded, and it's a lot less fun. Aww. And the mom laughs and just goes, yeah. Yeah. Jane McCall for the Automations Group debate today. So imagine this. Imagine you're a teacher from Michigan and you're going to get away from all those snot-nosed little kids. I'm sorry. I'm great. sure they're great. Right. But you're going to go on vacation and you choose to go to Iceland for whatever reason over the holidays. Okay. It's pretty. I now, guess. America is still one of those places that it's pretty uh, pretty rough to travel internationally to a lot of areas. you got to have your COVID card or all that. So she flew out of Chicago to Iceland for the holidays. She brought some family along, and apparently at some point, I'm not really sure how this was the case, but she tested positive for COVID halfway through. Rough. And they're like, get out of here, you monster. Get out of here, you demon. So they can't land because, like, they're over ocean. Right. They're not going. So, so, go ahead. Sorry. She had to, for five hours, the last five hours of flight, had to be quarantined in the bathroom. So, okay, let's let's backtrack for a second. How is it? That you get tested and then you find out on the flight, how are you getting access to those things? Like she had how a rapid it- test in her carry-on. Okay. She tested since she tested seven times before she flew, all negative. She started to get a scratchy throat on the plane, had a rapid test in her carry-on, took it positive. So she she could have not said look, anything. Look, yeah. I'm not saying don't say anything, okay? I just, I just don't think that if I happened to be in your situation, I would be like, ah, oh, yes, I'm going to take this test and go sit in this bathroom that has ventilation that also goes everywhere in this plane. Those bathrooms are tiny. They are, dude. They're, They're itty bitty. Tiny. They scare me. Yeah, by the way, you want scare. So I don't, I don't know what to make of this, by the way. On my flight from Salt Lake to Indianapolis, mm-hmm. they said, please don't use the front bathroom. There are safety measures that are not in place, and it is not available for use. And all I could think was, if I randomly had decided to go in there, I'm dropping out of the place. That's all I could think. Obviously, there's a hole in the that's ground. That's all I could think. Well, uh, that's probably what happened, is they may- maybe they had somebody who also had a rapid test for their three-hour flight and had to go stay there. I I got to be real with you. I have a fr- We have friends who tested positive they were in mexico yes and they tested positive and then they had they took away their room key and they were like sucks to suck you must stay here and they ended up testing negative eventually but they were asymptomatic and everything and then they flew home but this floored Floored oh, is the way that oh, I. Oh, that's not I even the end of it. She, she had ten days in Iceland, all ten days alone in the hotel. She's flying home today. Ugh. That's how that vacation went. So, have you tell me you've been to Iceland without telling me you've been? Well, I've been there. Did but I really I didn't see do it though? No. For what it's worth, in the Mexico when I went last year, you had to, we had to take a test before we could get back on the plane to come home, mm-hmm. and we were like, "What do we do if we test that?" I was like, "Well, there's worse place than all inclusive resorts to be kind of quarantined." I'm gonna be honest with you right now. But 
But it would still suck because you're like, oh, now we got to figure out the playing thing. But I, how? Like, how do you? It, it doesn't say, but like, does that mean that everybody else had to quarantine and test negative? They had Dude, to, have, they right? They had to. Have. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I was like, you can't even go out of the airport. Yeah. Oh boy, that's a mess. Hey, that'd make me want to quit a lot of things real fast. Ugh. Just drop I, me in the. I'm ocean. just planning on not going anywhere. Just drop. <laughs> Give me a couple years. Let everything settle down. I'll go on vacation in a couple years. When I don't have to carry a rapid test in my purse. Fingers crossed.